Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, your host, and I have an extra special episode today. The last episode of the month over the last several months has been a Q&A episode, and today's Q&A episode is going to be very unique. I have two very special and very important to me guests on with me today. I interviewed my kiddos all about food and healthy living. They are four and eight, and we just had the best time chatting with each other into the mic, and I'm really excited for you to hear that conversation. But before we dive into that mini Q&A, I am so excited to share with you something brand new that just released today that I have been so excited about. So drumroll, please. The Budget Kitchen Guide and Recipe Book Series is here. If you are someone who has been listening to my Friday Healthy Mama Hacks episodes over the last several weeks, I have been talking about the importance of becoming a budget-minded cook. And this project, the Budget Kitchen Guide, is something that I've been wanting to release for about two years now. And how it actually looks has changed many forms over those last two years as I've kind of played around with what the best format would be for all of you, as well as the most budget-friendly way to really present this to you, because I don't want to be sharing something with you that feels unreachable. I really want this guide to help you learn 
in a really practical, tangible way how you can eat well while you're on a budget or not just while you're on a budget because I think that being on a budget is really just about living within your means and so you don't necessarily have to be quote-unquote on a budget for these tips to help you. We all want to eat well and we don't want to spend an arm and a leg doing it. So I really want it to be practical and tactical and habits that you can form so that this is something that just comes naturally to you and so that things like inflation don't feel so overwhelming or like you have to change everything you're doing. You can start to develop the habits of becoming a budget-minded cook because ultimately eating well and spending less starts in the kitchen. And you know, with rising food costs, I don't think that this could come at a better time. So I'm really, really glad that even though it's been a long time coming, it feels like the right time to share this with all of you. So as many of us are wondering, how can I eat, let alone eat well for less? I have a resource for you. So how did the Budget Kitchen Guide come to be? I'll share with you a little bit more about what it's about in a little bit, but essentially I've been asked by countless clients over the years how to eat healthy while sticking to a budget or without spending a ton of money. And no matter what your budget might be, because tight is different for all of us, there are universal strategies that can help you not just stick to your budget at the grocery store, but to cook and eat with budget in mind while still eating lots of nutrient-dense, real, whole foods. You truly do not need to sacrifice quality to eat on a budget, and you also don't need to sacrifice flavor. It's not about just eating beans and tuna or beans and rice. It's about becoming a budget-minded cook and understanding what those everyday strategies and habits that you can have are so that you are avoiding food waste and also spending less. And that's really the heart of what I teach in the Budget Kitchen Guide. So before I share with you what is in the Budget Kitchen Guide, I mean, I'm sure you can gather some of that from what I've already shared. I want to share a few more details with you, but I want to share with you why you should be listening to me. So I'm clearly no finance expert, but I am someone who has a degree in culinary arts and management, which actually included an entire class on food cost. So we actually learned in school how to budget. Essentially, it was budgeting for a restaurant and then also specifically budgeting as a personal chef. And I was a natural foods personal chef for several years. And in that, I literally spent other people's money to cook them food for the week. So they had a budget. And if I went over budget, I paid for it. So I learned how to budget really, really well. I also learned how to keep a pantry of my own basic ingredients and work that into what I charged, but also give the clients a break as well. So I have always prided myself in keeping my costs really reasonable because it is possible even when your brand and your passion is all about healthy living. And it was then. I was a natural foods personal chef, and I specialized in people who had special dietary needs. So back then, gluten-free wasn't such a big thing. And and it wasn't so accessible to eat gluten-free. So I had several clients who were gluten-free. I had clients with different health problems and they were like, okay, my doctor told me that this is a list of things I can't eat and things I can't eat and I don't know what to do. And I would cook for them. And a lot of times this involves specialty ingredients. And so we 
really made sure that the meals were meals that would stay within whatever their budget was because it was different for each and every one of them because they were also paying me to cook their meals and that those specialty ingredients were still involved in that without spending a ton of extra money. So this taught me a lot over the years, and it has really made its way into our family's life and our family's budget as well. And a lot of people are very surprised to hear that on an average month, we spend less than $500 on groceries for our family of four, which is considered the low end of frugal by the USDA. We eat a ton of vegetables. We eat almost all real whole food. Obviously, we're all about balance, but we cook from home most of the time. And so I know that it can be done, that you can eat well on a budget. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. You don't have to track every single thing as you're purchasing it at the grocery store. It might be something you want to do for a while, but you truly don't have to. If you use the strategies in this book, you will be saving money without a ton of extra effort. And that is why I am so darn passionate about it because I want you to feel like however feels good for you to feed your family, you can do it within whatever budget works for you. Maybe it is $500 for you. Maybe it's $400. Maybe it's $1,000. Whatever your budget is or however much you are comfortable spending, it doesn't matter. You can still use the strategies in the Budget Kitchen Guide. So the Budget Kitchen Guide is a 90-plus page, super practical guide. Yes, it's 90 pages, but they are 90 pages of practical, tactical tips. This does not read like a novel. It is beautifully designed. There are fun colors. There are charts and I was going to say graphs. There aren't actually any graphs. That would be a lie. There are charts. There are fun pictures. It is something that I want you to go back to again and again and start using it to develop these habits to go, what were the least expensive vegetables? What vegetables are in season now again that I might be able to plan with to spend less on produce? What was that one tip she gave on meal planning? I want you to be able to go back to it again and again and not feel like it's a book that you read once and then put back on the shelf. It's a guide. It's something that is going to, that you can come back to again and again and is going to help you to build those habits. So it takes you through the five keys to budget-minded cooking, starting with setting up your kitchen and the right tools to have in your kitchen. And spoiler alert, I don't think you need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to have a fully stocked kitchen. You don't need a professional kitchen to cook at home and to cook in a way that is budget-friendly. In fact, many of you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I don't show my kitchen a lot because it is a shoebox. <laughs> I showed my entire kitchen uh, that we lived in last year, and then we moved to a temporary place. And I'll share more about our journey over the last year, but we are moving in September, actually in August. We're moving in August. And so we have only been in this place for less than a year, and we didn't ever intend on staying here long because I have barely any counter space and I have next to no cupboards. And so I don't have a lot of space for a ton of equipment. And cooking is my job. I'm a recipe developer. The majority of what I do is developing recipes, developing recipes for myself and the blog, but also developing recipes for clients that you may or may not see. So I cook all day long, several times a week, and I don't have a ton of kitchen equipment, but there are some tools that will make cooking easier. And it's important that we cook from home more often than not if we want to stick to a budget. Sticking to a budget or 
not even sticking to a budget, but just spending less on food starts in the kitchen. So it starts with setting up your kitchen and then we dive into meal planning and meal planning with budget in mind. I've got some really great strategies because meal planning is essential. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. You've heard me talk about meal planning before, but I have even better strategies for meal planning when it comes to meal planning and spending less. I have a whole section on grocery shopping and budgeting because obviously I'm going to teach you how to grocery shop on a budget and how to actually create your food budget if that's something that you've never done before. By the way, I have a whole podcast series on budgeting and grocery budgeting, and so I will link that below. But this goes into depth on how to determine how much you might want to spend on food and how to create that budget, and then how to stick to that budget, how to shop smarter not harder. There's also a whole section on thinking like a budget-minded cook. And this is really where we get into how to start to cook in a way that you're considering your budget without it being like an extra stress. I really want you to just get into the habit of avoiding food waste because we want to avoid food waste and we want to spend less, right? Less waste less spending. And so becoming a budget-minded cook. And then the last section, well, I guess it's not the last section. The last section in the five keys is about eating well on a budget. So we go into some strategies for eating lots of real whole foods on a budget because that can feel really difficult. I talk about the importance of prioritizing. When you do want to buy specialty ingredients or you have special dietary needs, if you are 100% gluten-free, 100% dairy-free, nut-free, sometimes the alternatives can be more expensive. So your budget might look different than mine, but whatever it might be, you can still stick to it, right? So those five keys setting up your kitchen, meal planning, grocery shopping and budgeting, thinking like a budget-minded cook, and eating well on the budget make up the bulk of the book. There's also 15 pages of resources on everything from tracking grocery prices and keeping a staples list, in-season produce lists, like I mentioned, cooking charts for grains and beans, and 15 DIY budget recipes. It is packed with the tools that you need to become a budget-minded cook, the habits you need to become a budget-minded cook, how to slash your grocery budget, how to beat inflation, and still eat the foods that make you and your family feel feel good that make you and your family thrive. And like I mentioned, it's really beautiful, friends. It's bright and colorful and fun to read because I want to make eating well on a budget fun and accessible. And with the Budget Kitchen Guide, I've also released a series of budget recipe books along with it. There are 25 delicious, family-friendly, tested, 30 minutes-ish, oftentimes they are less. There's a couple that are slightly more, but they're pretty much family-friendly, 30-minute budget-minded dinners, plus 10 bonus recipes in there as well. There's also a lunch book with over 20 inexpensive lunch recipes for at home and on the go, and over 25 deliciously frugal breakfast recipes, both of which there are a lot of meal prep-friendly recipes because, you know, I'm all about doing a little bit of prep to make eating healthy easier. And the way that I set this up is that you can purchase all four 
as a bundle and save, or you can purchase them individually because my goal was to keep them as budget-friendly as the tips inside. So if you want to get it all, if you want all 80 plus recipes, if you want the full budget kitchen guide, then you can get all of it together. But if you just want some budget-friendly lunch recipes, then those start at only $5.99. So I really want this to be accessible for you. I'm so excited for you to dig in and to really start implementing the tips that are in the Budget Kitchen Guide and start eating well while spending less. So if you are ready to dive in and grab your copy, I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. You can head to healthymamachris.com slash budget kitchen. And of course, I will put that link in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening to me sharing about the Budget Kitchen Guide and recipe books. I hope you're as excited about them as I am. And now, without further ado, here's a fun little conversation, a little Q&A with me and my kids. Enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. This is a very special episode because I have two of my best girls on with me. I have my daughter Sage and my daughter Ren, and we are going to do a fun little Q&A together. How does that sound, girls? Good. So let's start it off by just introducing yourselves to our friends. So... Sage, do you want to start? You want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, I'm Sage. How old are you? Eight. What is your favorite thing to do for fun? Weed. I love it. Ren, how about you? How old are you? Um, four. Four. What is your favorite thing to do for fun? I like to play on playground. I love that. Okay, Sage, what is your favorite food? Hmm, that's a hard question. Um, burgers. Burgers? Burgers are good. What about you, Ren? What's your favorite food? Hot dogs. Ooh, hot dogs. Yummy. I've got a tough question. Actually, I think it's going to be easy for you, Sage. I'll see if I'm right. What is your least favorite food? Dill. Yeah, you don't like dill. (laughs) And Ren, what is your least favorite food? What food do you think is yucky? Um, I don't really like corn. You don't like corn? Okay. That's okay. So now what we're going to do is we're actually going to split up. And I'm going to talk with Ren first. And Ren's going to share with us a little bit. And then I'm going to talk with Sage. Does that sound good? Okay. Bye, see you soon. Okay, Rennie, it's just you and me. Do you want to talk food? Yeah. Yeah? So can you tell me what your favorite thing is about Mama being a chef? Uh, Chicken noodle soup. You like when I make chicken noodle soup? What is your favorite thing to cook with Mama? Uh, I like to cook with you spaghetti. You like to cook spaghetti with me? What is your favorite thing to do in the kitchen? Uh, like to chop. You like to chop things? You have a little kid's knife, huh? Yeah. Do you have something favorite that you chop? Yeah. What? Uh, I like... Is there like a vegetable or a fruit you like to chop? Uh, it's like... Green. Something green and something black on a top. Something green and something black on the top? Like avocado? Um, no, 
more on top. Like green beans? Yeah, green beans. Green beans, okay. <laughs> so, what do you think are the most important things that kids need to learn when they're learning how to cook? Mm, carrots. Carrots? You like peeling carrots? Yeah, peeling carrots, that's something that you're great at helping me with. Yeah, you're... Peeling's a good skill. Yeah, and you're good at cutting them. I'm pretty good at cutting them, yeah. You're pretty good at cutting them, too. They're a little bit hard with the kid's knife, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good at holding a knife. You are really good at holding the knife. Yeah, you have very good knife form. I never cut myself. No, no, it's really good. I only cut on my leg and my stomach. Yeah, well, how did that happen? On a rock wall. On the rock wall. That didn't happen in the kitchen. No. I, like, flipped. You, you slipped down, yeah. But it was because you were super brave and climbed all the way to the top of the rock wall, huh? And then Sissy did you dirty. Yep. <laughs> but you're okay now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're back to, to cooking with me in the kitchen, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any other things that you think that four-year-olds need to learn to help their moms in the kitchen? Um, like, What can four-year-olds do in the kitchen with their moms? Or their dads? Maybe what? Stir. Stir. Stirring's great. That's a great thing that four-year-olds can do. So they can chop things with a kid's knife. They can stir. Oh, I know something. What do you like to mix together? I like to mix... Do you like to mix meatballs? Yeah, meatballs. Meatballs are great. You helped me make oatmeal cups the other day too, huh? Yeah. What else are you really good at helping me make in the morning? What does mommy make for breakfast almost every morning? In the blender. Hmm. Smoothies. Smoothies. Do you like smoothies too? Yeah. Yeah. I tried one of yours. You did? You tried a bunch of mine, huh? Yeah. They're pretty yummy, huh? <gasps> what did mommy make today that was really fun? It jiggled. Uh, <laughs> I can't explain it. So good. <laughs> Jello. Jello. I, I know I love Jello. <laughs> it's homemade, homemade blueberry Jello, huh? Yeah. So good. So let's see. Speaking of Jello, do you have any favorite healthy snacks? What are they? Uh, fruit snacks. Fruit snacks? Oh, you mean like the fruit strips? Yeah, the the all fruit strips. Those are really good. Yeah, they have fruit in them. They have fruit in them. Yeah, you like yeah. fruit too, huh? Yeah, they're really healthy. Yeah. And they're a snack. They're yeah. a healthy snack. They're a heavy snack, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you like cheese sticks? Yeah. Do you like... Pepperoni. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, any other favorite snacks? Uh, I like chips. Chips. You like chips, too, because it's all about balance. Sometimes we eat chips and sometimes we eat fruit, huh? We have salty chips. We have salty chips, yeah. We have vinegar chips. chips. Vinegar chips, yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're so good. They're, like, really salty. If they have salt on them, vinegar salt, they're, like, so good. They're, like, so good. Hey, what's your favorite vegetable? Uh, carrots. Carrots? Oh, you yeah, you're recently into carrots. Oh, what did we have last night for dinner that was super yummy? Uh, Remember what it's called? The long green things? Not green beans? Uh, green and... Uh, asparagus. 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 <laughs> Air fryer asparagus is delicious. It was so good. What did we put yeah. on it? 
Lemon. Yeah, salt and lemon juice and a little bit of Parmesan. You didn't do Parm, though, right? No. Parmesan. And we had mushrooms and some shells. Scallops. Yeah, scallops. Scallops. I, I love scallops. They're so good, yeah. Yeah, scallops are really good. They are really good. So, Ren, what do you think it means to eat healthy? Good for your strength. Good for your strength. What kind of foods are good for our strength? What kind of foods help us grow big and strong? Uh, kale type of food. I to see things. Yes. Good job. And what does cucumbers help with? Cucumbers are high in water. They're really water-rich vegetables, so they're really they're really hydrating. Yeah, I, I like. I like cucumbers. Cucumbers are good. Yeah, they're one of your favorites too. Yeah, I like I like I like carrots and cucumbers. So good. I love that. So vegetables are good for your body. They're good for your body. And fruit too. And fruit too. Does mommy make you eat vegetables? Yeah. What? No. I always give you vegetables, but do you have to eat all of them all the time? No. No. You just have to try them, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you found you found ones you really like, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite fruit? Uh, apples, and I like strawberries. Apples and strawberries. Those are awesome. I like green ones. I like green apples. Green apples. Yeah, they're really good. They're a little bit sour, huh? Yeah, and they have they have juicy. They're really juicy. They're really juicy. Yeah. Like, so juicy. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to tell our friends about cooking or eating healthy? Eating healthy. What do you want to tell them? Oh, don't stop. <laughs> what do you want to tell them? Fruit and vegetables are good for your body to make you really strong and healthy. I love that. Do you have any questions you want to ask mommy for the podcast? Yeah. What do you want to ask me? You don't know? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's okay. Okay, last question. If you could have anything in the world for dinner tonight, what would you have? Uh, bacon and strawberries. Bacon and strawberries? Oh my gosh, I love that answer. That would be good recipe testing for you. It would be good recipe testing for me, bacon and strawberries? Oh my gosh. It would oh. be good breakfast. It would be a good breakfast, yeah. Hey, guess what? What? I have some bacon in the fridge. Bacon. (laughs) Should I make it tomorrow? Yeah, Yeah. with strawberries. I also have strawberries in the fridge. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do that. Awesome. For for next breakfast. For next breakfast. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. This was so great, Ren. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You did awesome. High five. Awesome. Okay, you want to go and get your sister? Yeah. Okay. Bring her next. Yeah, okay. All right, Sagey girl, are you ready? Yes. Okay. This is not your first time on the podcast, actually. No, it's not. (laughs) You came on and did an interview with me and Era, and we talked all about our microbiome because you're a little bit interested in the human body, huh? Yes. I mean, you know, you know a lot. We did a lot during homeschool last year, and so that was a really fun interview. So thank you for coming back on. You're welcome. So today we're going to talk about cooking and eating, which is something 
I know you love talking about. I do. <laughs> so to start off, can you tell me your favorite thing about Mama being a chef? Mm, that when you recipe test, I get to come home from school and eat the stuff that you recipe tested. Mm. <laughs> do you remember what I what you tried today? A coconut. Yeah, it's a coconut milk panna cotta. Yeah. So that's it. Just that I, when I recipe test, there's a, a lot of fun things to come home yeah. to. And I get to cook with you. And you get to cook with me. I love that. <laughs> I'm really glad that you guys like cooking with me because it would be pretty sad if you didn't. Because that was actually my first uh, my first ever job teaching cooking classes was teaching kids. Did what? you know that? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was teaching kids first. And then I went and worked at the nutritionist's office and started teaching then, and then I taught private classes, and now I teach online classes. But it started with kids. So that's a good lead-in to the next question. What is your favorite thing to cook with me? Mm, I don't know. I like cooking with you all the time, but I actually, I don't know. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. The last one I uh, stumped you guys, huh? Told you there was something special in it and you couldn't figure it out. What was inside the mac and cheese? The shh veggie mac and cheese. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. It was still good though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you have to say yeah because they can't see you nodding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're not on video this time. But yeah, you helped me with a cooking class this year. We're hoping to do more kids cooking classes because, uh, yeah, you're really good at helping yeah. me. So what is something, with or without mommy, that you want to learn how to cook? Mac and cheese. Okay. You want to learn how to do mac and cheese. We've done mac and cheese. I know how to do it. I think I kind of I kind of know how to do it by myself. Oh, you want to learn how to do it by yourself? Yeah. Cool. I love it. So what do you think are the most important things for kids to know when they're learning to cook? Um, how to how to use a knife, right? always a very important skill um make sure that there's an adult if using the stove yes yeah um, having fun having fun for sure and making delicious food and making delicious food i like that any other kind of skill type things so you said knife skills Skill. How to use the cutting board, right, to make sure that's, like, a secure cutting board. Yes, um, yeah. That's a hard one. Like, any other skills, I don't know. That's okay. That's okay if that's all you've got. <laughs> oh. How to knead. Oh, how to knead, like bread dough? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, Sage, you are in school, and it's your first time in school in, like, two years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what are your favorite things for school lunch? Not, like, the school lunch line, but f that mommy packs you or that you pack for school lunch. Probably, like, leftovers. I really like leftovers mm. because they're usually, like, something really yummy for dinner. And I get to use Ren's kitty lunchbox. Oh, her kitty lunchbox. Yeah. Because yours doesn't fit that one, right? Because you have a no. Planet Box lunchbox. Do you like your lunchbox? Not really. No, really? I don't. Why not? Because it's like it's hard to fit in my locker. Oh, and okay. It's it and the piece fell off, so it scratched me. 
Oh, no. Okay. Well, uh, apparently this was not a <laughs> review for the rover. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's great because it's metal and it's pretty lightweight, but it is kind of big and kind of wide. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, the, and heavy. It's very heavy. But the thermos is great for yeah. packing leftovers. Oh, that's a really interesting answer. I like that. So what about snacks? What are some of your favorite healthy snacks? Ooh, bars. I love bars and meat sticks. I like the red Vermont meat sticks. Those are really good. Yeah. So. What about snacks that we make at home? Peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, the balls. Yes. Did you like the, which which of the balls is your favorite? Peanut butter balls. The peanut, like the oat ones, the no-bake peanut butter no. chocolate chip ones? The peanut butter chocolate chip ones that you put in the freezer. Oh, you mean that they're cashews. The cashew. No. It's peanut butter. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a peanut butter and chocolate chip. Are, is there oats? Yeah. Oh, those. Okay. All right. <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> you like snacks? You're kind of my snack yeah. queen. Actually, I love both of you and Renner snacks. <laughs> and food. And mushrooms. <laughs> Both of you and Ren mentioned the mushrooms. <laughs> so Daddy doesn't like mushrooms very much. Yeah. It's one of the only foods, mushrooms and olives, that he really doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, we all like Greek food. He likes Greek food too, but I we use a yeah. lot of olives. But the girls and I yeah. usually eat his olives for him. But yeah. mushrooms, he's like, sort of coming around to, but he still doesn't yeah. really like them. But uh, yeah. all three of us He love liked them. the port what, what the uh, piopino. Piopino mushrooms. Piopino. Like, not my favorite, but kind of like them. Yeah, from the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you like them. It was a lot of, those are some expensive <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah, and the scallops. <laughs> mm. Scallops are probably one of my favorite foods, too. They are. Do you have any other favorite foods you want to mention? Mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, scallops, seafood, salmon, Olives, mushrooms, manchego. Oh, I really like that that you put manchego in our lunches. In my <laughs> your lunch, lunch today. <laughs> um, pepperoni, pizza. I've got one. You said seafood, but you love mussels. <gasps> oh, um, meatballs, meatballs, pasta, or Alfredo sauce. You like spaghetti squash too, huh? Oh, yes. You're making me so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) What about some of the meals that mommy makes at home? What are some of your favorites? The pie thing. Oh, the pot pie? No, the beef. Oh, the Tex-Mex turkey taco pie? (laughs) Yes. I also love that because we sometimes have it at Mama Lala's house. And what Mama Lala does is she makes a little bit of separate beef for Kahlua and <laughs> some mashed potatoes. So it's basically a dog meal, too. <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. Um, oh, you like shepherd's pie, too, huh? Yeah. Um, you kind of like the casseroles. I do. <gasps> Baked mac and cheese. Okay, shh, don't yell. Don't Baked yell. mac and cheese, sorry. <laughs> I'm so Homemade pizza. Um, What is it called? Oh, um, five-minute meatballs. Five ingredient meatballs. Five ingredient They're not meatballs. done in five minutes. <laughs> what about vegetables? What are some of your favorite vegetables? You do love vegetables. Mushrooms, carrots, tomatoes. Wait, tomatoes are not vegetables. They are fruit vegetables. Mm-hmm. Can you name other fruit vegetables? 
cucumber. Which you don't love. No, zucchini. Yep. Little botanist. Little botanist. No, I'm saying you're a little botanist. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, Yeah, you like zucchini, right? Eggplant? Uh, Eggplant. Mm. Broccoli? Broccoli. I love broccoli so much. (laughs) What what vegetables don't you like? What are they called? Um, Cucumbers? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> just like it to your face <laughs> so funny because you used to eat cucumbers a lot when you were little i did maybe you just um, ate them too much oh eggs are a vegetable eggs um, are not a vegetable <laughs> you don't like eggs though no no i gotta shift I'm what sorry. is it called is dill a vegetable it's an herb uh, but i don't like dill i know you already mentioned that um <laughs> it's a big thing in our house jalapenos you don't like jalapenos Really spicy jalapenos. No, but too you spicy. like pickled jalapenos. Yeah, because those are covered in sugar, <laughs> and they vinegar. are not that spicy. And vinegar, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good balance. I love vinegar. You do like vinegar, yeah. So, what do you think it means to eat healthy? It means only eating a lot of sugary foods sometimes, and making sure you don't eat when you're full and still eating a lot of vegetables but still eating sugar sometimes Mm -hmm. so balance right Mm -hmm. i like that that's a good answer do you have any tips for kids who want to learn to cook more didn't you always you already asked me that you did no, I asked you what the important things for kids to know when they're learning to cook. Oh. Just tips for kids who want to learn to cook more. Um, get a knife that suits you. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you have a secure cutting board. Um, go easy for, for just, like, make, try making even, like, box mac and cheese. That can get you somewhere. I love helping Dad make the mac and cheese because I make sure the pasta's ready and I make the sauce. I actually make the sauce all by myself. You do? That's awesome. You guys often have box mac and cheese because it's fun when Mommy teaches classes. Yeah. yeah. And chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, so you guys get the fun foods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we got hot dog yesterday. I know. I pulled them out of the so freezer fun. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're grass-fed beef hot dogs. They're They're fun, but they're... Still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With ketchup. With ketchup. What I do is I ma- I do mac and cheese, put the put half of the um I don't know your hot dog. About. Hot dog in the mac and cheese and the other half I just can eat with the ketchup and then I mix it around. So then I get hot dog and mac and cheese. It's like beef and cream and cheese and Wait, do you mix the ketchup in that as well? No. Oh, gosh. You scared me for a second. We were going to have to have a conversation. I didn't. <laughs> so funny. So you all listening, like, my kids eat hot dogs and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese, but they also eat a ton of vegetables. So yeah. it is truly all we about all, just exposure. Yeah. Like, yesterday we did, we literally had scallops, mushrooms, and asparagus. Asparagus. For dinner, yeah. Yeah. 
but we had ice cream in the afternoon. Yeah. So it's all about balance. Yep. yep. Lemon yeah. ice cream. Oh, it was so good. We have a Brickley's homemade ice cream for anyone in Rhode Island. It's so good. It's one of my top places in Rhode Island. It's pretty delicious. Yeah. So do you have any questions you want to ask me on the podcast? What's your favorite food? Mm, break oven pizza. It is. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite food? Thai, lima beans, and okra. You've never had okra because I've never served it because I never will. Freaks me out. Why? Because it's like gelatinous on the inside. What's gelatinous? It's sort of, it's like gooey on the inside. Yeah, you want to try it now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. And lima beans taste squeaky to me. Squeaky? What's the taste of squeaky? Well, like? Just try a lima bean, you'll know. Like... Like grinding your teeth, kind of. Or like, don't do that. <laughs> or like when, like, um, you ex smoke out, you put so hard, uh, like, and then you bite. It's like, <gasps> oh yeah, it smells like nails on a chalkboard or like the exo expo expo like. marker. Oh no! <laughs> um, what's what's Daddy's favorite food? Uh, I think he's he's always said it's a tie between burgers and pizza. <laughs> Probably tacos, too. Mm. Oh, we didn't mention tacos. Mention tacos. Tacos. We are... haven't. Oh, tacos are fam- favorite. And tostillas. Tostadas. 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 Mm-hmm. What's your favorite kind of taco? So, tortilla. Mm-hmm. We find beans. Mm-hmm. Beans. Wait, no beans. No beans. Just refried? He just refried. Guacamole. Beef. And cheese. Mm, sounds good. Mm. And who makes the guacamole in our house? Me. <laughs> I make the best guacamole. I've made this guacamole for years. You have. Do you want to tell and them what's in it? Do you want to give away your secrets? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's only in you. You have to buy Mama's bowl cookbook. Yeah. To find the recipe. Oh, thank you for that <laughs> promotion, Sage. <laughs> You're right, it is in the bowl in the bowl cookbook. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Um, okay, last question. If you could have anything in the world for dinner tonight, what would you have? Anything. Anything. I have to get that Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. Anywhere in the world. I really, 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 really want Alfredo and a meatball. <laughs> We're having Alfredo tomorrow night for dinner. Yeah? Yeah? With what type of pasta? We're going to do spaghetti squash. Oh. That's not pasta. <laughs> it's not, but it's a good alternative. Okay. And some roasted broccoli on the side. Yum. <laughs> oh my gosh, Olive Garden. <laughs> you make me laugh. You do like some, when we go out to restaurants with Sage, she's expensive because she's like, yeah, I'll have the oysters and the mussels. <laughs> no, not Olive Garden. Like, no, not at all. The Alfredo yeah. with the meatball on top, which does cost more money. With the meatball on top with the peak lemonade. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my goodness. And Ben goes for. Chicken tendos and mac and cheese. Yep. With lemonade. Pretty standard. 
Yeah. Yeah. We we eat vegetables at home. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And fries. Oh, and fries. Yeah. yeah. Just you know the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, that's vegetables. Fries is vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh my goodness, Sage. Well, this was so fun. Do you have anything else you want to share? Anything you think we left out? Hmm. What's your favorite? Uh, I have a question for you, Mom. What's your favorite type of ice cream? Mm, um, cookie dough is kind of like my always favorite. I love cookie dough ice cream, but I also love a good black raspberry chip. If a place has a black mm. raspberry chocolate chip, I usually go for that. But you know, honestly, the ice cream barn has those seasonal cheesecake ice cream and i think they have like blueberry or strawberry depending on what's in season those might actually those might beat out cookie dough is like my childhood favorite (laughs) yeah what's your favorite italian ice flavor lemon yeah me too what's your favorite sorbet favorite sorbet flavor uh also lemon my my favorite ice cream has to probably be cookies and cream and vanilla. And my favorite yeah, I love vanilla Italian too. ice is probably... I love Italian ice. I love, like, fruity things. I actually... I like I, I would go for Italian ice or sor- sorbet or popsicle more than ice cream. Yeah, you like the fruity. Yeah. Mm. I like fruity. It's probably... Um, and then my favorite Italian ice flavor has to be lemon sorbet flavor. At um, Jewels in Bristol, it it there was this so I think it's sorbet and it's raspberry lemonade. It's so Ooh, good. That sounds good. And my favorite. We already said that. Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like that question. Hey, I have um one more question. I thought of. So, do you have any advice for kids who are kind of um? more selective eaters and picky yeah yeah and uh tips for exploring food more because you're pretty curious and pretty adventurous when it comes to food even if it might look gross or not that appealing try it and it might actually be so good like scallops i used to not like because it was jiggly and it looked weird and now i love them and i used to love eggs but now i don't but taste change so yeah taste yeah change. yeah so you might like something that you haven't and you don't eat it at all but you sh- and you didn't eat it at all um then but now you might want to try it, and you should, because you taste change, and... Mm-hmm. That's good, Sage. I like that. Well, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on with me and chatting food. Yeah. I love how excited you get about food. <laughs> we have a little chef in the making. Even if you never become a, you know, an actual chef, you're definitely going to be a good cook. You're already a good cook, so... Thank Thanks you. for chatting with me. All things food and healthy food and all the things. All right, you're going to go to the playground? Yay. Okay, have fun.
Well, that was fun. I hope you all enjoyed my little interview with my kiddos. They were such good sports. I think you can also sort of gather the difference in personalities between my two kids. They are very different, but it was really fun to even hear my four-year-old kind of open up and they really both are the best little helpers in the kitchen and they do really love helping mama. And I know you all know how passionate I am about getting kids into the kitchen, even from a young age. I have a whole podcast series about it that I did earlier this year. So if you want to check that out and you want to get your kids into the kitchen more, I really just wanted to have my kids on to share with you that they really do eat in a way that is balanced. They really do get into the kitchen with me um, and hopefully to inspire you uh, and your kids as well. So hopefully you'll, you'll pass on that interview to your kids if your kids might be interested as well. And I also wanted to mention again, if you would like to grab a copy of the Budget Kitchen Guide, I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. You can head to healthymamachris.com slash budget kitchen to grab the budget kitchen guide one or all of the budget kitchen recipe books. I can't wait to see what you cook up from the books. Have a beautiful rest of your week and I will catch you on Friday. Thank you. I listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.